Well, it was always Monday morning, the day been calm and fine. To the Harbour Grease excursion with the boys to have a time. And just before the sailor took the bag away from it up here, I saw some fella haul me wife and boarded a volunteer. Come on! Oh, me, oh, my, I heard me all my cry. Oh, me, oh, my, I feel I'm gonna die. Oh, me, oh, my, I heard me all day. I wish I'd never taken this excursion around the bay. Aboard, oh, what a splendid sight. Match strong and regimental to make a spirit right. And me jumping in the double for the funny things they say. They choke themselves from laughing when they see us in the back of all. Oh, me, oh, my, I heard me overcry. Oh, me, oh, my, I think I'm gonna die. Oh, me, oh, my, I heard me overcry. I wish I'd never taken this excursion around the bay. Me wife, she got no better own. Me wife, me darling dear. The screeches from her truly used to hear in Carboneer. I shot every place in... Happy St. Paddy's Day, everybody. This is the Andy and Amanda Show. It's the Irish Day talk radio show today. Honorary St. Paddy. Did I tell you, Amanda, that I was Irish? No, my darling. You didn't. This is a surprise to me. Well, I'm glad because, well, I'm glad I, I'm glad I didn't tell you I was because I'm not. That would have been, you know, glad I didn't tell you that, you know? Oh, just make, okay. Just, yeah. just making sure. Just make, happy St. Paddy's Day, everybody. Again, this is the Andy and Amanda show. This is St. Paddy's Day 2021. And I hope everybody's having a glorious, beautiful day, afternoon, morning, night, whatever time of the uh, day it is in your corner of the world. And uh, welcome, everybody, on board our show. And um for all you podcast subscribers, yeah. we thank you very much and, and, and welcome. And thanks for your continued support and for tuning into our, whatever you want to call this, our, our, our podcast or our radio talk show. Our number here is 515-605-9888. You can get in on the conversation live now if you choose to for the next hour. We're just about an hour. Um, and we uh, <laughs> love to talk about, yeah, almost maybe for the next five minutes, you're welcome to do, maybe you know, no, but cancel that. Don't call in at all. Listen, um, <laughs> <laughs> we, we really don't want to hear from you, so so forget that number I just gave you. It won't work. Listen, um, <laughs> but uh, you're free to join the show, folks. And uh, there's some some things going on in the world today. It is Saint Saint Patty's Day. We've had uh, another mass uh, shooting in Atlanta, Georgia. Here, we'll talk oh, about that a little goodness. bit. We're, we're going to talk about uh, Joe Biden confronting Putin candidly on the phone. Uh, we're going to talk about CNN's drop in uh, ratings since Trump is no longer in the headlines. <laughs> That'd be a good thing. That'd be a good thing. And we're also going to talk about a new documentary with uh, Debbie uh, Lovato, who said that she was uh, raped as a teenager in this documentary. This yeah. coming out, be interesting to see what she says. But anyway, and you know, we I think we spoke about this. In, as a matter of fact, we did in the last show um, that you know you hear these. Um, I guess you want to call them celebrities. They are, I guess, celebrities. Um, who've had these these tragic events happen in their lives and, and mm. abuse and rapes and different things and and were suicidal for a while and you know and but how about how about Jane Doe who lives in the corner of Fifth and Bainbridge there somewhere in South Philly or whatever it might be and who who's yeah. not a celebrity who also has had issues who's been raped or who's been abused and who's had these issues but but I, I guess what happens I guess when celebrities I'm just thinking out loud folks when we think too much. In essence, we're filling our minds with impressive ideas which blatantly announce our intelligence to the world. When, celebra- when celebrities um, 
talk about it, it kind of brings to the forefront the issue. I guess that's what the the relevance is. You know, that you know when wow, because then then somebody who who is not a celebrity, who's not in the news, who doesn't have a Grammy award or whatever the or, or Oscar, whatever it might be, uh, who was. Uh, Taken advantage of at one point in your life, and whatever respect or aspect of the life that may have been, um, it brings to the forefront their their issues and and the, and the plight that they have had, and brings those issues to the surface. Perhaps when people talk yeah. about them, and if just yeah. anybody, if anybody, John or Jane Doe on the street talked about him, it would, wouldn't make the news. But when a celebrity talks about him, it does make the news, and then it becomes an issue of concern. Then we all start talking about it. I guess yeah. okay. Now to answer my own question, I answer my own question. Yeah, but 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 I guess my, my guess. <laughs> round, okay, here we go. Uh, all right, all right. Round, round and around. Yes, thank you, Andy. You're welcome. Uh, very much. Uh, I appreciate that. Thank you for that philosophical discussion. But I guess what my point was, however long yes, ago that may have been, that I, I don't want to take the relevance away from anybody in the world who's who's had issues and, and conflict and abuse um, or, or, or violations of of their body and and their mind. Um, yeah. Whoever they might be, and it's all important—not yeah. just important for celebrities, but important for all of us that we that we pay attention, um, and and we reach out and help one another through these crises and these issues, and uh, and you know we we want everybody to be effective and happy as they can be in their life, and that's all I'm saying. That's all. You know. Yeah. You know? I agree. You got it. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So what's going on there? What's going on there in the in the in, in your wow. corner of the globe? You know, right now I'm sure everybody would be like to, liking to hit the town, you know, head to the pubs to celebrate St. Patrick's Day and spread the love around with alcohol. But uh, right now it's not so exciting. So, <laughs> you know, um, I was going to um, cover um, Sarah Everard's murder in depth, and I know I discussed that on Monday's show and was insistent on doing it. Um, no more has come to light um, at the moment as to what's happening with that. So I thought I would step away from that because COVID is all over the headlines again. Um, so there has been some recent concerns here over the safety of the AstraZeneca vaccine. Uh, 13 countries in Europe had paused from using the vaccine um, after reports of people having blood clots. However, the amount of cases suggested that it's nothing to worry about um, as there have been just 15 cases of deep vein thrombosis and 22 cases of pulmonary embolism and so it's like this is out of 17 million vaccinations uh so the statistics for that are this that's 0.88 deep vein thrombosis and 1.3 pulmonary embolisms and that's for every million vaccines given so you know the information that is lacking is that the investigations in europe are focusing on a rare type of blood clot in the brain So three cases from 10 million AstraZeneca vaccinations have been here in the UK and have been uh, non-fatal and apparently is a lower number than would be expected. So Germany seems to have a higher percentage than what is seen as a natural threshold. And although these things should be investigated, um, experts are still surprised and confused as to why the vaccinations have been put on hold. Because, again, the statistics are very, very, very low. And in their eyes, I guess it, it's nothing serious to worry about because there's been no fatalities. Um, so that's that. So the government are trying to put um, pressure. Pressure? No? Scrap that. I, I yeah, yeah, okay. I'll scrap that. Uh, okay. Erase that. Uh, uh, rewind. Yeah, erase, again. Erase, and rewind. Three, two, okay, one, yeah. and action. Thank you. The yeah. government are trying to reassure people that work is always being done in terms of safety of the vaccine. 
<laughs> and uh, they're saying that the medicines and the healthcare regular. Uh, what, Andy? What is going on tonight? God. Yeah, we've got the issues early on. You can't get two words out between us. Yes. I know. Yes. This is crazy. Yeah. The, regu- the regulatory uh, Satan. The, the what? <laughs> I, I, I know it's St. Patty's Day, but have you been hitting it a little early today? Oh, this happy hour there, isn't it? It's beyond. Oh, yes, my yes. Goodness. Yeah, that I promise you people. I understand. I it's promise you I have not had a drink. I have not had a drink yet. I plan to some later, but just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, see, I, I you, you might say you're not having a drink, but we don't really know that you're not having. Yeah, a drink. You know, maybe it's the thought of it. You know, I'm intoxicated by the thought of it. So you know. Mm. Okay, so mm. the medicines and healthcare regulatory agency yes, have yes. said everyone should take up the vaccine uh, when they are offered it, and that the same advice is being given by the World Health Organization, um, European Medicines Agency, and endorsed by all. For UK chief medical officers. So, in this light, a Wales health minister has had his first dose of the vaccine on Sunday, and our prime minister Boris Johnson has said he will be having his first dose very shortly, and he will be definitely having the AstraZeneca one. So, I think both of those people uh, being heads of the countries are just like, you know, guys, we're going to do it. So, do not fear having this vaccine and all these, you know, fears of all these blood clots. Uh, situations, everything's going to be fine. You know, just get on board, get the vaccine, you're going to be fine. So, mm-hmm. uh, And there are also concerns about the virus picking up again in Wales after some places have had a flare-up again with the virus, and they have expressed that they will be coming out of lockdown gently because the virus will begin to circulate again, and so they want to make sure that people continue to be safe and cautious, uh, still with social distancing and wearing masks normally, um, and in, for indoor situations as well, social events, keeping um, indoor places well ventilated, you know, being being safe and, and keeping mm-hmm, things mm-hmm. to a high standard. Um, and keeping uh, the rules to local, uh, stay locally as in uh, opposed to staying at home. So you can you can go out and do things, but just stay local, don't travel to other towns and cities and, mm-hmm. you know, causing a spread. Uh, Mm -hmm, Wales mm -hmm. will also be the first in the UK to open up three specialist pharmacy centres to relieve the pressure on our NHS system, which is National Health System here in the UK, and uh, to help the hospitals by providing specialist medicines such as injectable systemic anti-cancer therapy, intravenous nutrition for people who can't absorb uh, nutrients from foods they eat, etc. Because I like cucumbers. I'm the only one. I like cucumbers. Um, radio pharmaceuticals used in the diagnosis and treatment of cancers. So um, that's a great thing that they're providing us support, and we may see more of those pop up all over the UK. We're not sure yet, but I think mm-hmm, $67 mm-hmm. is being in, invested into these places. Um, another 2 million people have been offered a vaccine, so everyone mm-hmm. aged 50 and over now is being vaccinated. So, mm-hmm. again, the age groups now are coming down and down and down, and eventually, Andy, I'll get mine. <laughs> I don't, know, I don't know when that's going to be, but I'll get mine eventually. Um. Yeah, they, they, I believe they, they've opened up um, here quite a bit. I mean, they're, everybody over the age of 16 um, is eligible to get or can. You know, they're being, the vaccines are being distributed and, and by tens of millions. Um, 
and uh, the, here it's over the age of 16. You can, you can, I believe it's pretty much in effect nationwide. I'm not positive, don't quote me, but I've, I've heard that. Okay. I remember yeah. seeing the clip of that on the news myself, and it's over 16. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty accurate here. Uh, again, we know how I don't like to dive into something that's that might not be true. We Make COVID vaccines available to anyone 16 or older. You know, yeah. but but it might. Yeah. But I heard I did. I'm just want to say I, I don't know that to be true, but I heard that the uh, and, and some of you might might also say, oh yeah, true, Andy, yeah, you're right on. I'm like yeah, good. Well, thank you. Yeah, we ordered the same right thing. On, but, right uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You heard it here on the Andy right. Amanda show. Yeah. We don't we don't report the news. We comment on the news and what we see and hear in the news. And I'm just commenting mm -hmm. on what I think I saw. I think I think I saw. Now science shows our memories and our powers of perception are far less reliable than we believe. I think I heard it anyway. <laughs> Um, I, 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 I'm never too sure about what I say or think. Or, no, we're here. You know, I don't know. Hey, you know, um, the scary thing, Andy, is we could see it on the internet and they may delete it and we'd, we'd look the fool, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, um, Joe Biden um, spoke on the phone with uh, Vladimir Putin. Putin. Ooh. And he confronted him point blank. And said I think I'd get along very well with Putin. I got to know him very well because we were both on 60 Minutes. We were stablemates. Putin did call me a genius, and he said, I'm the future of the Republican Party. If he says great things about me, I'm going to say great things about him. If we have a good relationship with Russia, believe me, that's a good thing. I believe that he feels that he and Russia did not meddle in the election. He just said it's not Russia. I will say this, I don't see any reason why it would be. President Putin, did you want President Trump to win the election? And did you direct any of your officials to help him do that? Yes, I did. It would be great to get along with Russia, and we will get along with Russia. We get along. I like Putin, he likes me. You know, we get along. We know you meddled in the 2020 election. And, and we also want to let you know that there's going to be consequences to doing that. Trump was in power for four years and never got anything. On the phone, candidly, candidly. Wow. Uh, no crap. No, in that, it, it, what a difference between one administration and the next. He also told Putin, and, and I'm not sure if the, this was in that phone conversation or previously, he, he told, you know, he had met Putin. You know, remember the guy was a, a senator for 36 years. He was vice president of the United States for eight years. That the United States will act firmly in defense of our national interests in response to malign actions by Russia. President Biden pressed Putin on those malign actions, which were often downplayed by former President Trump, including Russia's ongoing aggression against Ukraine, the hack of U.S. government agencies, which intelligence officials suspect was the work of Russian hackers, although Russia denies it, reported Russian bounties on U.S. soldiers in Afghanistan, Russian interference in the 2020 election, and the poisoning and arrest of opposition leader Alexei Navalny. The Russian government describing the call as businesslike and frank, but making almost no mention of the many controversies raised by the U.S. All of it a stark contrast with former President yeah. Trump. He's met Putin, right? Yeah. Knows, knows Putin better than Donald Trump ever did, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he uh, told him, you know, I, this is what he said to Putin. And, and my exact quote, but it's pretty much to it. Um, when I look into your eyes, I see a man with no soul. He told Putin that. He told Putin to his to his eyes, to his face. Or, or oh my phone. goodness! Yeah, yeah. And he said, "You meddled in the election. We know you meddled in the election, and there's going to be consequences for you meddling in our election here." So basically, yeah. then the uh, <clears throat> the uh, proverbial shit has hit the fan. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So so we'll see. What, it's it's just great that we have a you know I, I mean you know oh and also uh, Trump tries to have you know he he's. 
you know, in a tantrum because he doesn't believe that he's getting credit for his his vaccines, for his vaccines. And okay. he said we would not we would not have the vaccines if it weren't for Donald Trump, which is a big. Uh, that's, okay. that's, that's almost as big a line of crap as as election being stolen. Yeah, they're on, equal, yeah, on the same page. He's suddenly changing his tune, isn't he? Because it was reported that. He was encouraging people from a TV interview that he had, encouraging people to get vaccinated and that the vaccine was safe and something that works. That's what, That was his words. So it's kind of like, oh, don't worry about the vaccine. It's going to disappear. You don't have to worry about wearing a face mask. But, hey, go get vaccinated anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's right. right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. What a contradiction, Andy. The uh, the ast- not ast- the the uh, the astralopithic. What's the name of the vaccine you have over there that we don't have here? The uh, <laughs> <laughs> not the astralopithecus. That was, a, that was the, the origins of man. Yeah. yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> the astropel. The, uh, that, that 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 one. Um, that yeah. I heard they they put a they put a halt to that or something because they put a halt to it. Yeah, that's that's. That's what I was explaining a little earlier, sweetheart. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly. That the 13 yeah, yeah. countries put the hold over it because of the whole yeah, yeah. situation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. That's and I want to get in touch to touch you know get in touch that again. Oh, so that you know what point you're saying earlier. Um, yeah. So that is not. What what are you doing there now? I mean, do you have the you have the Moderna and the Johnson Johnson or and any of these or the uh, uh, Pfizer vaccine there? You do, don't you? Do you know what? I, I, I'm sure we, we purchased the orders of them because at the time, um, if you remember, we, we we didn't have the AstraZeneca one straight away. Oxford came in, I think it was right. like second or third after. Right. The, the Pfizer one came first, definitely, and we purchased a, a great deal of that. Um, I think it was something like four million vaccines or something like that that they purchased um and so yeah we didn't have the astrazeneca one straight away so we would have been having the pfizer one sure definitely but i think yeah. the predominant one seems to be now the astrazeneca one that's getting passed around mm-hmm. yes that and the the uh the the chemistry in the uh, astral what however you say that the uh, <laughs> <laughs> In the asteroid, the asteroid Zeneki, the asteroid Zeneki is 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 somewhat different than the, and it works uh, on a different plane. I mean, not different. It works on a different uh, principle or different, or uh, how you say, uh, it's different. All right, different, different than the, it's different than than the Modelo and the uh, and the Pfizer. I mean, Moderna and. <laughs> different than, the, than Modelo on the Budweiser one, you know what I mean? Yeah, different well, you know, than them. The yeah. Armadillo one. The Armadillo. The Armadillo, that one. It's different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's different. Hey, Amanda, do you want to go on a cruise? Yes, let's do it. All right, I'll see you tomorrow. I'll meet you over there. All right. All right. <laughs> Adios. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye, guys. Take care. Okay. Amanda and I have never met. We're suddenly going to cruise together. I can't wait. I love it. Listen, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, uh, in your neck of the woods over in yes. the UK, the British mm-hmm. line uh, cruises, P&O Cruises. It's owned by Carnival, um, I believe. P&O Cruises. Do you heard of them? It's, yes. We don't. We have. Okay. P&O Cruises. Yes. Uh, 
Uh, they've announced an offer to cruise to nowhere. You get on the boat, you have no idea where you're going. I love it. Can't wait. Yeah. Wow. Uh, we don't okay. know if you're going home or not. They're going to take you somewhere. We don't know where. Anyway, oh, um, it's, it sounds kind of cool, actually. It's a cruise to nowhere. The voyages will depart in late June from um, – from not far from you, uh, Amanda, from the southern England port town of Southampton, and navigate yes. all up and down, yeah, and navigate the UK coast. There will be uh, no stop-offs. Just uh, you'll be able to admire the the beauty and the ruggedness of the country's islands and the coastline from from the ship and exact routes. They, they don't even know where they're going. I mean, they're going to minute by minute, according to the seas and the weather, they'll turn right, they'll turn left. They don't know they're going to go. Um, wow, they're just going to go with the flow. Wow. It's, it depends on what the weather forecast is for each cruise, and they're going to uh, take the ships where it's warm and sunny. Um, and, um, Whoa. Uh, yeah, no, that sounds cool. very fascinating. Yeah, Royal Caribbean is also planning a vaccinated passenger-only cruise for its new ship, Odyssey of the Seas, and they'll be <clears> departing <throat> from Israel in May to sail the Greek islands and Cyprus. And mm. uh, another one to follow suit is Virgin Voyages. Uh, you know, Richard Branson, Virgin Airlines, Richard Branson's um, uh, yet-to-be-inaugurated cruise line. You know, he's, he's on Virgin, Virgin Air. I've never flown on on, uh, on Virgin. I heard it was quite quite the experience. Richard Branson's airline. You know um, he's quite a guy. He really is quite a guy. He, he sounds wonderful. He he's up there with Elon Musk in my book. You know, he he sounds yeah. like just totally wonderful. I love his, I think, how he operates. Yeah, and his yeah, philosophy his story of is, people. It, it, yeah, yeah, his story is really really cool. I mean, I think he's one of our our proud British heritages, and I'm sure those people would be like, "What? Come off it! No, 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 no!" no. But I see him that way. I just think he's done uh, absolutely um, amazing for himself. I'm uh, I'm right with you there. I am, but yeah. he uh, he announced his wages will only accommodate vaccinated passengers and crew. I think what we're going to see uh, when you get a vaccine, you get your first shot, you get this little card, and they put what shot you got and when you got it and verify you got the shot. And then you have you bring that card back, and if you lose it, don't worry about it. They'll give you a second one. If they could they have your record, they'll give you another one when you show up. But you yeah. have to keep that card. Uh, remember this, folks. You have not been vaccinated yet. You're going to get this little card. You can put it in your wallet, put it in your purse, whatever. Um, but keep that card. If you, if you don't keep it on you, keep don't lose it. Because what I think is going to happen down the road, uh, just like these cruise ships are going to be taking passengers only who have been vaccinated. Well, how do they know yeah. you've been vaccinated? We show them your proof of vaccination, and that's this card. So when you get this card, and everybody's going to get it when you show up for your shot. Again, the, the nurse practitioner, whoever it is that gives you your injection, is going to fill it out and initial it, say what you got. A little card. It's wallet size. Um, and then you get your second one. Don't lose that card because there might come a time uh, when things start opening up, which we're starting to see now, um, that you'll need to show this card to gain admissions to a, to, an, to an airport, to a theater, to a cruise, to, to restaurants. Who knows? But that's what we yeah. might uh, be looking at. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, I wonder because things are loosening up. Oh, you know what? Speaking about loosening up. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> um, um, what was I going to say? I've learned to adjust to these pauses with you, Andy. I'm just, I love it. I'm just waiting. I'm just, I was all, <laughs> on a, on a, on a, I was on a roll here. I was in a roll. It was it? Uh, it was a human vacuum cleaner. That's um, not what it meant. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't. Things should be opening up. Open up. Uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. They should. Yeah. Um, Florida, Florida is, I mean, spring breakers are in Miami Beach. It is 
happening like nothing, no crisis ever happened. Um, and the interesting thing is, um, I mean, it's Florida's had a no mask mandate unless, you know, private business wanted otherwise, but Florida has had a no mask mandate since almost the beginning of this thing. I mean, I think it right. opened up. And yeah. um, uh, so, and, and it's interesting. There's two caveats to this. There, they are right in the middle. Like you know, New York um, and California is number one. California is right behind them. Is number two. Um, you know, then all the, we have you know all the states. Obviously, then, then then Florida is right in the middle. It's not at the top. It's not at the bottom. It's kind of hanging in there. Um, and they've never had a mask policy, or they have, but the, the governor changed it and said you don't. No, all businesses are open. You don't need a mask. Period. That's just the way it's going to be. Yeah. Because we we yeah. we think this thing is 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 you know, is not a, a threat. Um, mm. And the numbers are showing that, you know, they've had 34,000 deaths in Florida. The question is, would 30 some thousand people be living right now if they had that? I don't know. Mm. Nobody knows that. The, the um, There's going to be an election in Florida, and I know some of the candidates um, are saying, well, you know, they're raising the question, well, maybe some of those 34,000 people wouldn't have died. Maybe. Maybe not. We don't know the conditions and, and how and when those people became infected or what the situation was. But here's my point. Um, Florida has a high humidity level, a lot of outdoor life, and um, and environmentally uh, does not favor the the prolonged existence of the spike virus protein, the, the, the mm-hmm. SARS virus, where it can live in the you know outside for any for a long period of time. New York yeah. is cold. You know, New York is cold. Uh, a lot of you know, it favors indoor life. It favors indoor gatherings. Florida, it, in its natural state, favors outdoor gatherings in a more humid environment. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, now if we had a no mask mandate, which many surprisingly were in favor of all along, um, you can't make me wear a mask. It's my right. <laughs> How yeah. many people, excluding, you know, in New York, in in the Midwest? Here in California, I mean, the numbers are there are tens of. I mean, God, the numbers of people who died uh, are just off the radar. Um, can you imagine what those numbers would have been if we didn't have policies in place that prevented people from getting sick, getting infected? Yeah. So, kudos to, to Florida. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm in, in dismay because the numbers aren't worse. Because I want yes. the governor to get out of there, plus Pesantis, Pesantis, Placenta, whatever his name is there, Placenta. No, um, but um, Pesantis. Um, but uh, you know, great. <laughs> you, it's great that their numbers are where they are. Um, and there's been yeah. some concern because there's the parties, the spring breakers are down there, all the bars, restaurants, things are happening, beaches are crowded. And I, I was a resident of Florida. I, I lived in Florida for quite some time, and I, I, Florida's a great place. I mean, it is. I enjoyed yeah. my life there. I, I, I got to tell you, I, I did. Uh, not as much as Southern California, but in certain respects. Well, I was a college student, then lived there right after college. So, in certain yeah. respects, obviously, I, you know, it was, I heard it was, it's nice. it, yeah, yeah, it, it favored my existence at the time, being the age I was at the time, twelve. Anyway, uh, no. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> you know, but being being a, a a college student and then moving further down the coast, and also owned a business with an office in Fort Lauderdale, and was there you know, quite a bit. And I, I like Florida. Florida is very very nice, and uh, and you know, I could see you know. If you know, their life has been pretty much normal, I mean, people have taken upon themselves to be safe, you know. Yes. Yeah. But aside, from, I mean, some people, some people, um, thirty-four thousand yeah. people did die, you know. But anyway, I just want to mention that uh, in in the COVID you know program here, things are are plateauing. 
and uh, yeah. that could be a combination of vaccine, that could be a combination of the message from the President of the United States, which we didn't have in a, pre- a previous administration. All yeah. we had was talk about the stock market and opening up in the economy. Mm. Yes. And how the former president built the, uh, the, the, the the most notorious economy and the grandest economy this country has ever witnessed, and that is an outright lie. That is not true. The greatest economy, if you look it up, look at the numbers, were back in the early 50s. Um, e- even even though the economy and the dollar was different and the, the population was different and everything, if you take all that and make it and put it on the same playing field and establish a ratio, that was still the greatest economy in, in our nation's history. And, yeah. um, and, and, and also you say the greatest economy for who? But who was it the greatest economy for? You know that he yeah. posted about. That's another conversation. You know who, who didn't fare out so well in that great economy that Trump built. But anyway, um, and now we have a, an amazing relief package being passed uh, that was just signed, and, and uh, money has been dispersed. If you have a um, uh, online um, internet filing, a tax filing system, you're going to get money in your account. You'll be notified that the IRS deposited a $1,400 check in your account, or, or or if you have family and kids, obviously more. Um, and a, and a spouse. So, the, mm-hmm. the, the thing that pops into my mind, sweetheart, about this is, you know, what's popped into my mind about our UK government is they're providing all this funding for everybody, which is commendable, and we truly appreciate support our government's given us. But ultimately, is this going to lead to um, other things brought in that's eventually going to cripple uh, future generations with um, higher taxes and, um, you know, finding a way to retrieve the money that they've given to us mm-hmm. in some way. That's, that is my concern um, with all of this. And I know they've got to support us. They haven't got to, but they, they choose to support us in the most beautiful way right now, and we're all very grateful. But like I said, it's, uh, you know, the worry is of future generations having to pay for all of this. Um, so it's, it's interesting to see how this is going to take place because they're going to have to get their money back somehow, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 Um, so, so yeah. How, I, don't, how, I don't know. I mean, I'm so sorry, Andy. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can only see it from tax um, purposes that they're going to, like, uh, Raise the taxes um, here, which we know about anyway. I think I got covered that. Your on the taxes are show. ridiculous. Your yeah. taxes are ridiculous. You know, but they, yeah. uh, you know, you know. I promised you nothing except higher taxes. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, we got them. Um, the the uh, uh, your taxes. We talked about that a, a week ago or so. I remember. No, more than that. It was a while back. But when we 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 the taxes there. And maybe we'll dive back into that in another show. But I just I'm still in mm. total utter shock when you told me the rate. Well, yeah, we did talk about it. We talked about the 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 the. the, the the income structure you have and how much tax is taken out and that the very low yeah. amount of money you make to get an incredible amount of money taken out of that low amount to begin with and how you how you survive yeah. on that beyond me. And we talked about the minimum wage here and people surviving on that. We, yeah, we had a whole I remember we had a big discussion on that folks. Yeah. Uh, go back a few episodes and tune in. It was it was a it was a candid discussion about about, you know, just getting by in life and our tax structure and, and, and people who go out there and, and, and hold you know several jobs to put food on the table and and then you talk about low people who don't make a lot of money and how much tax is taken out of that, and then and the amount of that uh, in the in the UK is surprisingly high. We thought we had a bad here. Holy smokes! Holy yeah, I, to be honest, Andy, I was just as shocked. Yeah, I know. I know. We, 
yeah, we went over all the numbers. We, we I remember in detail. I got a question for you, and let, let me let me bring this up just for a second. Okay. Okay. Sec, sec, seconds gone. I missed it. Sorry. Anyway, oh, as I was saying, no, uh, no, what I was going to say was, um, uh, you have state-sponsored health care. In other words, you get sick, you need hospitalization, you need to see a doctor. You don't pay anything when you go into the office. Am I right about that? That's correct. Yeah. Can I, if I feel I'm really sick, I'm really, I mean, something's happened. I'm have a, you know, I don't know, a stroke, a heart attack, or something else, you know, whatever it might be. Um, mm-hmm. Can I get treatment right away? Can I go to a hospital ER? Bam, get seen. They wheel me into that ER. Boom. If I need a procedure, can I get that done right away, or do I have to get on a waiting list? No, you can get that done pretty much straight away. The only problem <laughs> is with our NHS system is now we're so um, crippled by. The fact that so many hospitals were uh, being shut down, um, and they they claim to cut NHS funding for various reasons over the years. It's always been an ongoing battle in uh, politics here with trying to win the public over, vote for us and we'll save our NHS. And so this has been an ongoing thing for a long time. And so they've said, you know, oh, we've, we've got to cut funding for the NHS here and there because of this, 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 and this. And everybody's just been so frustrated by that. And then you've got the majority of people that think the NHS is pathetic because you can't get seen fast enough. And the problem mm-hmm. is now that we've got um, we've got many more people uh, coming to, to live in our country now, which is truly wonderful because we, we appreciate and love all the cultures, you know, and everybody should have a right to, to move to wherever they they would like to move in the world. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, that's the way I see mm-hmm. things. And yeah. um, so I love having various people here, but the problem is now where we've got more and more people entering our country, our NHS is mm-hmm. starting to feel the strain of it. Doctors' waiting times to see a doctor now has increased, you know, um, to get an appointment. It, it takes longer. Um, so overall, our, our health system is struggling, and I think it's eventually going to lead to us having a privatized health system, Andy. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. My it's goodness. Just a matter see, of time. Yeah. Just a matter of time. You know, the NHS has recently written a letter to local health organizations warning, uh, in their view, of a significant reduction in, in the weekly supply of, of uh, coronavirus vaccines from uh, the 29th right. of March moving forward. I'm, I'm sure you're aware of that over there. Um, mm. That's why we talked about this earlier about what, what vaccines are available over there. And uh, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll touch, you know, we'll, we'll, let's talk more about that, where that stands as we as we move ahead in future programs. I definitely want to keep an eye on yeah. that for sure, yeah, for sure. Uh, and, and what my point was about the health care, what I wanted to get back in touch with uh, just for a minute here, if we can, is um, that if I make, I don't know, U.S. $7 an hour. Mm-hmm. And X, X amount, whatever that amount is, is taken out, a, a ridiculous, a ludicrous amount is taken out of that $7 for taxes, right? Yeah. All right. All right. So I am left with five or six dollars, whatever it might be. X. I'm left with X. I've got double X. Yeah. You take X amount out and I got X. All right. Whatever you, okay. the, the amount, fill in the blank. All right. All here's right. my point. That now I make seven dollars an hour mm-hmm. and you only take a little bit out. A little, little less, less than X, and so I'm making six fifty. Okay. However, the equivalent of a dollar fifty or two dollars or three dollars of that seven dollars to pay my ha- annual healthcare expense, whether it be a combination of my healthcare provider, co-pays, things that aren't covered, prescriptions that aren't covered, eyeglasses, vision, dentistry, whatever it means that's not covered. So out of that seven dollars an hour, I. Uh, you know, if if here I'm going to pay a lot of tax, but I don't have any medical yeah. bills. 
Yeah. Right now, I got seven dollars an hour. I do have medical bills, but when it comes, if we look at, at person A and person B, the person who paid their own medical expenses at the end of the day is left less is left with less money than the person in column A who had all those expenses paid for. Yes, that's yeah. the discussion. And, and if you're saying the difference, in other words, and I asked you, if I need to see a doctor for something, I want to make a doctor's appointment. Can I call a lo- any any doctor, call anybody for whatever the reason, whether it's somebody for um, a cold, uh, um, a splinter I can't get out, a, a dermatology something, a, a headaches that won't go away, whatever, you know, anything, any any ailment, any ailment. You make it, you know, a, a bike injury. What I fell, you know, I got lower back pain. We talked with Mark Lester. I got lower back pain. I can't get rid of it. Um, yeah. Uh, I can call a doctor, and I don't have to open my wallet when I get there. Yeah. Here you do. It, yeah, of course. You, yeah, I know you have to do that there. And, and not only do you, yeah. but you do big time. You do big time. The cost of health care yeah. here is amazing. It's, it's incredible. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, and I'm just putting it out for, for, for food for thought. I, you know, again, our number is 515-605-9888. We'd love to hear your opinions because I'm just putting – I'm not saying I have one you know, opinion versus the other. I'm just putting out the scenarios. What do you think, folks? I mean it's food for thought. You know, what, I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Uh, um, apparently, you know, if you, if you work here, if you work, you can see a doctor free. You don't pay for the doctor's appointment, okay? Mm-hmm. However – when you are given a prescription because you are working and you, you're not seen as uh, needing as much help as someone who, who's, who's not in work, who's on some sort mm-hmm. of benefit for whatever <clears throat> reason that may be, then you have to pay for your medicine. Mm-hmm. So uh, you go to your pharmacy, obviously, you hand over your prescription that the doctor's giving you. You've got to sign on the back that, you know, you, you, you've got to pay for that medicine. And boom, you pay, pay it there and then you take your medicine away sorted and but there is also you can get help from the nhs if you um struggle to be able to pay for that cost i think they give you a um a certificate i think they call it a h hc2 certificate and they're mm-hmm. issued to people who can qualify for full help with uh, health costs through an nhs low income scheme so um you do get help if you struggle to pay so it's going to be interesting if we do go to privatize healthcare because I think that's going to cripple this country dramatically, and it'd have to be a gentle um, transfer somehow. I mean, I know in Europe, if you go to Holland, you have to pay, I think, for a healthcare system just like you do in the US. I I don't know what the differences are, but you still have to do that over there. So, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting, and I think. Yeah, the, the comparison is, is really of course. interesting, I think. It is. I mean, I, I'm sure it's been debated and talked about and discussed. We've talked about it on our show. It's been talked about a lot on other shows, and, and we'll continue to do so because it's just kind of – it's just it's just interesting. And, and you know, I, I love to dive in and, and, you know, put food for thought out there, you know, without really expressing an opinion one way or another because most often I don't have an opinion. I'm just, I'm just Andy on the Andy Minder show. I play guitar. What am I – what can I say? <laughs> just not. Um, yeah, <laughs> no. Anyway. Anyway, um, what yeah. I was going to say something recently. Oh, yeah, I was going to say that uh, um, there's other news here in this country. We just had a, uh, uh, another mass shooting in Atlanta where an individual went to some spas, some massage spas, and, and targeted Asian people, several women, right. I think five people that were killed. And um, I'm not going to give his name out because there's no reason to, to publicize this sick individual. Um, 
you, can, you see, you need to know who it was. I don't know why you would, but if anybody wants to know, just look it up on Google News, whatever it is, and you can see who wow. it is. But anyway, um, so he did. Um, uh, they have they arrested this individual, and uh, so he went to several massage uh, spas, health spas, we're going to call them, and, and uh, targeted Asians and killed them, five of them, and left a couple of people injured. Oh my goodness! As eight, as eight dead, eight dead. Eight dead now. Eight people dead. Oh, uh, there, there's some. There's some. There's some. You know. There's some very, uh, shall we say, uh, not well mentally. People call them. Where's, where's the Donald Trump clip? These people are sick. I mean, they're, they're, you know, there's some sick people out there. There's some really, you know, take take a gun and go. And, and I think what's yeah. going to happen is is it should, because he targeted a particular ethnic group, it should be treated as a hate crime, and the and the penalties uh, upon conviction uh, are far mm. more severe um, uh, than 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 if it weren't a hate crime. Although any anybody who kills somebody is obviously going to get, you know, if they're convicted, they're going to. There's going to be a price to pay for sure, and, and there should be. Anyway, um, we'll see what happens with that, and, and it's a tragedy, and my heart goes out to the people and their families who are, who are affected by that in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, Bless so anyway, you. man. Uh, yeah, let's, yes, talk about serious, let's talk about some serious news. What is your porn fantasy, man? Yeah. Ooh, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> of which I'm not going to answer. <laughs> I, I didn't think you would. Uh, I I do have an answer. It's the same one I had on a very early show. I don't know if you remember, Andy, when we would go back and we were talking about this. This is when we had um, Mm -hmm. Lloyd and and, and Uncle Ike. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're like, what's your poor fancy? I was like, to be good at what I do, yeah. (laughs) Wait, hold hold up. Wait a minute. (laughs) 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 Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's so, the only uh, Ever yeah. put your life in another man's hands? Hmm? Um, no. Thank <laughs> 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 you. Thank you. I, yeah, just find it. I have been able to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I know. I know, my darling. What about you? Yeah. Same question. <laughs> No, I haven't. No? I actually haven't. You know why? You know why? Why is that? Why? Because, um, China doesn't like me too much. I like that. It's, it's like got quite it, a rhythm to that. It's like you can listen to that a song. Yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so so I remember we asked you that uh, that question earlier. To get on the Andy Demander show, we ask everybody that question. No, we don't. We don't ask people that question. <laughs> we, early on, I think we actually did. Early on, I think we we start we we asked that question more. I think sorry, Cole, we get it back into that again. But anyway, uh, um, <laughs> didn't didn't we ask one of our guests those kind of, those types of questions early on? I remember doing that. We I think. did. We did. Yeah. We did. Yeah. God, did. I thought you missed thought you missed those days. But now we're <laughs> orienting the show to to go soon on on regular radio, hopefully, or Sirius XM or some provider that gets us uh, in addition to our internet show on a radio show. We we we've, we've had to tame our Approach, unfortunately, but maybe we'll see. We'll see. We don't know. We'll see. This uh, is the end of the show. Somebody might, somebody might like what we do and say, "Oh, well, yeah, I fully support this." You know? Yeah. Yeah. Know. After all, I was born to do this. Yes. Well, you know. And, yes. And, yeah. And um, I feel that way too. 
We had meet, so we do. We, we were. That's yeah. how we're doing the Andy and Amanda show. Here we're broadcast live on this internet radio network called blogtalkradio.com. Blog Talk Radio, and you could look at our website on Blog Talk at blogtalkradio.com forward slash Andy and Amanda show. And you'll find we have uh, 200 and some odd episodes out there now. We've, we've, we've talked about all sorts of, of topics and, and subjects, everything from news to, to life to, to our, our own existence and, you know, relationships and love and sex and sex and love and more sex and more love and sex. And oh, These people me. are sick. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, it just seems to keep coming back to all of that, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, Andy, what, what happened I... with the boat? What happened with the boat? Oh, I saw it. I did see the boat. It's a great, yeah. great. It's a terrific boat. It's got a bunch of gear on it, which is great for if you're going to go traveling the world and off seas. A wind generator and a hydroelectric generator and a, an eleven foot long um, uh, uh, dinghy, you know, that sits on the back of the boat up on a, on a dinghy davits with a big outboard motor on the back, which, which I'm, I'm surprised this boat floats with all the weight on the back. But anyway, um, yeah. it's a great boat. It looks great. It shows great. It's got a lot of gear on it that I don't know if I need. And uh, and I like the boat a lot. It's still sitting there. You know, it's not like just, be, you know, it's not sold, obviously. And I, I do have an yeah. interest in this boat. For those of you who know, I'm looking at buying a sailing yacht. But anyway, um, and, and Amanda's been so supportive in my, in my quest to do this. Um, but anyway, Amanda, yeah, to answer your question, I like the boat a lot. I, I might look, and I can get into the boat for, you know, it's, it's listed at one price. I can get into it for much lower price. Well, not much lower, but, but yeah, lower, yeah. You know, quite a bit lower. But anyway, um, okay. that doesn't make it, that doesn't make it um, the right fit for me. But we'll see. I, I like it. I mean, it, it, it's, it's got air conditioning and, and autopilot and bow thruster and electric winches and all these things that I that I like a lot, you know, full galley, which is a kitchen, and electric uh, heads, you know, toilets, and, uh, you know, nice things. Like three, three cabins, three sleeping cabins, a big main salon, saloon, salon, wherever you, it is, and, the, you know, uh, entertaining area. You know, it's, it's almost 50, Excellent. It's saloon. It's got a great bar. It's, uh, you, know, it's uh, you know, it's almost 50 feet long, just short of 50 feet long and 14 and a half foot wide on the beam, and the beam goes all the way back to the stern, so it's got, you know, a real roomy cockpit. Um, I like the boat. I like, but, hey, you know, um, Amazing. Uh, this show, you know, the, the, uh, you know, I'll talk about this for a second. For those of you who don't know, uh, I'm actually a licensed mm-hmm. California yacht breaker. Uh, yacht breaker? Yeah, I break boats. I go out and I break boats. <laughs> I'm, li- I'm, I'm licensed to do it. Up, you know. <laughs> James, James Bond had a license to kill. I've got a license to break boats, so don't mess. You know what I'm saying? Takes them out and just crush them. I, I do. I, I, go, I can go out and sink them. You know, you better not, I better not see you on a boat. And you see me come and run the other way. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know what I mean? Um, so, you are a captain. But I, I, yeah, all right. Um, and so I have a licensed – what do you call uh, – I'm a licensed – I can't even know what I am. What am I? I'm a licensed California yacht broker, and I have um, – you know, in addition to playing guitar, I've, I've dabbled in the yacht brokerage and yacht sales business and life on the water and lived on the water. And it's a very big part of my passion and who I am and, uh, and what I like to present this amazing passion, this amazing life that just opens up so many doors and possibilities. Um, and it's a hell of a lot less expensive to, to buy and own a, a boat on the water than it is a piece of real estate. And, of course, you don't gain the same 
benefits financially, as you might in buying a house. But I'll tell you, the rewards are numerous. Just having that life on the water to the point where, in my opinion, you can't put a, a price tag on it. And, and people say, "Well, the, the happiest days in a yacht owner's life is when they the day they buy the boat and they and they day they sell the boat." And for most, that is so far from the truth. There are hundreds of thousands of boat owners in America, millions of, around the world, and who are out there uh, enjoying their life on the water and their adventure and their boats, whether it be sail or power. And um, why am I getting this, into this? Because um, Block Talk Radio, in, in my world, came into an existence through a program that I hosted and might go back into again called Boat Talk Live with Andy Kimball. We have guests and talk all about owning boats, yacht ownership, buying, selling boats, life aboard, cooking, having your pet on board, you know, docking procedures, emergencies at seas, all these different things that we talked about on a show that I hosted called Boat Talk Live. And and what fun, yeah. you know, yeah, really. And uh, got it. You would it be cool if Amanda, Amanda and I, we, we cause I'm, you know, I've got these other program uh, things that we've been talking about, other possibilities and shows that we might do in the future. It would be cool to, yeah. to have Amanda, you know, co-host Boat Talk Live with me. Uh, it would be cool. I think it would be cool. <laughs> to have. have you ever owned a boat? Uh, no, I don't, I don't know how useful mm. I would be to you, Andy. <laughs> so do, you, do you need a way? Do you, do you need a way around a boat? Would you be able to field questions from callers about boat ownership and life on board? I could probably uh, manifest some questions, sure. But, uh, but yeah, I, know I, mean, I don't know much about it. But I could. Perfect. I could, uh, that makes two of us. We'd yeah. be perfect hosts for this show. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I can say like I do. I can be like you. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jim, let me tell, I've got this question about the Yamar diesel engine that keeps – well, let me tell you, Jim. I think Amanda has more authority in that expertise in that field. Amanda, let's talk about that Yamar 110-horsepower engine that the guy's got on his boat. He keeps hiccuping. What, do you, what should he do? Mm-hmm. <sighs> I think you should just uh, give us some full thrust. <laughs> Man, the way that you thrust has a – great deal of influence over not just how good sex is for your partner, but also how quickly you will find yourself finishing. <laughs> you know what? You're probably got you're probably right. <laughs> your answers are probably more adequate and more correct than, than some of the so called experts. I'll tell I got news for you, you know, really. You know, so the thing about boat owners, and, and they're all, you know, everybody's proud of their boat and proud of what they've done on their boat, and they've done this, and they've added this, and they've handled this problem. And, uh, it's, you know, everybody, you know, there's so many boat owners out there that pound their chest. Yeah, let me tell you how I did it, what you might want to do. And I don't know, who knows what you, but it's so much fun. It's so much fun, <laughs> Hank. You know, in, in the airplane business, um, we used to go to the airports and, um, you know, hang out when I was taking flying lessons, when I was a flight instructor and all that way back when. How many careers have you had, Andy? Anyway, um, the, um, <laughs> The, we used to call it hangar talk. You know, the weather might be bad, but you, you know, inside everybody's talking about their stories and their their trips and their plane and what they did and what they, you know, what the accomplishments and how they did this and made this airy approach and all this kind of stuff. It's called, it's called mm. and their airplanes and their flight instructor and all this and it's we used to call it hangar talk. But we have hangar talk in the in the boat, uh, you know, life on board business too. We sit around these boat owners and they, but usually, unlike the aviation business. The boat business, everybody hangs their hangar talk, a talk at at the dock with their blenders running. The margaritas are blowing, blow, the beers, you know, going. The barbecues are lit, and we're all sitting mm-hmm. there talking about our boats. So it's what a life! I got to tell you, I can't. I, wow, it's, it's a great life. It's a great life. Anyway, <laughs> so yes, like so we, yeah. So what is it all about? Do we know? Uh, well, owning a boat. Anything. Uh, <laughs> What's it all about? Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. 
Bravo, bravo. Yes. That's got to be the most common question right now, isn't it, that the world is facing? What's it yeah. all about? It is. It is. Yeah. You know, for, for all the right reasons, I think. For all, for all the right yeah. reasons. It, it truly is. It really is. It really is. So what else is in the news? You know, what else should we talk about here? We talked about the Atlanta. Oh, 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 oh. Something I want to talk oh. about. I forgot to talk about. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh. oh. Uh, uh, my hand's raised. Can I can say, Andy? Yes, go ahead. You may. Um, Please, Thank you. Please be. Um, I forgot to mention this because it's it's you know peaking in the news here um, in the U.S. is um, Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York. Now, mm-hmm. those of you around the world probably saw uh, news clips or, or live videos or you know new press conferences by the governor of New York when he came on almost on a daily basis uh, to address the COVID virus. Um, uh, long, you know, months ago when it was peaking and, and, the, and the death toll was significantly higher than it is right now. And, you know, it, I'm not, I'm not belittling the crisis now because it's far from over, but, but Cuomo was, was in the forefront of, you know, putting uh, policies in effect in his state with masks and wanting more assistance from the federal government and blah, 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 and ventilators and what was going on and how they're, you know, he was in the news all the time. And you yeah. know, people gave him a much higher regard and much more respect than our own president, you know, the governor of New York. Um, and he was on regularly uh, in uh, addressing the uh, citizens of New York and, in fact, the citizens of the country and, in many ways, the citizens of the world. I mean, everybody knows New York, you know, and um, Cuomo is the, the governor, is the governor of New York. Well, uh, many women, I think seven now, have come out and accused him of, of a form of, um, of harassment, of sexual harassment. Okay. And, uh, and 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 to the point where they're appointed a attorney general to investigate the matter, um, and now they're saying that Cuomo was uh, this is reportedly uh, involved in writing of a letter in his inner circle that was passed around to former staffers aimed at tarnishing one of his accusers by the name of Lindsay Bolin, tarnishing her credibility after she accused the governor of sexual harassment and repeated unwanted advances. According to, to that report, uh, according to the New York Times, and again, this is reported, um, suggested that Boland's accusations were premeditated and politically motivated. It reportedly revealed personnel complaints filed against her and attempted to link her to supporters of former President Donald Trump. Um, you wow. know, what he said okay. was weaponizing, and this is interesting, weaponizing a claim, and, and I'm going to comment on this in a minute. Again, we don't mm-hmm. make the news. We just we, we say what's out there and comment whether you want to hear it or not. I don't want to hear it, frankly, <laughs> how you want to hear it. I don't get I would if I were you. Anyway, um, but, but, you know, you're tuning into the show. I can't even believe that. But anyway, um, weaponizing a claim of, of sexual harassment for personal – this is this is what they, they claim. Pre- weaponizing a claim of sexual harassment for personal political gain or to achieve notoriety cannot be tolerated, the letter concluded. False claims demean the uh, veracity of credible claims. And the initial idea really um, – Again, this is from the New York Times, was to have former uh, Cuomo aides, particularly women, sign the letter before releasing it more publicly. One of those sources said Cuomo was directly involved with the letter itself. And Karen oh, aides okay. to Cuomo emailed a draft of the letter to former advisors before it was circulated more widely to current and former top aides of the governor. And the uh, the never was uh, the letter, excuse me, was never. Uh, so look for it. I don't see it anywhere. I didn't. The, I'm pretty sure that the letter was, to my knowledge, was never uh, publicly released. So um, right, his aide, okay. um, uh, Lizzie Bolin, is um, you know, 36 years old, the former aide to Cuomo, was the first of more than uh, now six, I think it's seven, um, 
um, accusers to go public, writing an essay on the website Medium last month in which he quoted Cuomo as saying to her, let's play strip poker, uh, kissing her without consent. And, um, you know, Bullen is running as a candidate to be uh, a borough president of Manhattan in New York City. So we got to see how that pans out and, and if there is any political motivation behind that. Wow. We don't know. Yes. We don't know. We don't know. Uh, and, and well, we do know the accuser. We obviously know that he's been accused. But here's, I think we touched upon this briefly previously. And here's my feeling. I am a very strong advocate, not advocate, the anti-advocate. And I'm not an advocate of uh, abuse in the workplace. <laughs> I find, wait a minute. What's, uh, I, <laughs> okay, good to know, Andy. Good to I, know. I just want to make that very clear. I want to make yes. that very clear. So I'm, I'm an advocate. I am anti. I am. I am. Or, uh, or I'm anti. I'm anti abuse. Period. We know that. We have talked about that many times. Seriously. And the white place, it will not be. Should not be tolerated. It will not be tolerated. It uh, should not be. And of course, um, I agree. It's been an issue and, and, and something we've had to get, especially women. And, and you know something? There's been, a, 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 you know, men have been harassed and abused by women in the workplace too, and by men, you know, and, and women by women, and women by men, and men by women, and blah, blah, blah. Um, but of course, yeah. it's been brought to, and that's, that's you know, on lo- much lower numbers, you know, but I, I could cite, I mean, was I ever confronted uncomfortably? Actually, actually, I've, I've, yes, now I think about it. When I was a flight instructor, um, when I was 21 years old, uh, a, a, a woman just a few years older than me was making advances to me because uh, I was just so adorably cute and I was a flight instructor. Um, no, <laughs> if I were a woman, I would have made advances too. No, uh, no, no, no. So this woman, I don't blame her, made uh, (laughs) – those were the days, my friend. We thought they'd never end. Anyway, I (laughs) – you know what I'm saying? Um, But but anyway, uh, no, seriously, the – you know, we know how I feel about this, but but here's 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 you know it's it's horrible, and 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 men, it's, you know, of course, it's been more in the news the 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 unacceptable behavior of men harassing women to, to the extent that I just said, you know, not yes. necessarily what what Cuomo yes. did, but things like that. You're saying conversation touches, kisses, unwanted touches, unwanted advances. You know, I'm I'm a, what you call demonstrative person. I like to hug. I put my arm. I pat backs. I do it all the time. That's just who I am. You know, yeah. I, I'm I'm a hugger. I mean, I like you know, I like you know, uh, you know, if I don't know you that well, but we're having a conversation. I'm, we might laugh at something, and I might you know put my hand or touch you on the shoulder, or put my arm around you or something. It's done in that you know, it, there's no. You know, that's just who I am. You know, and oh, you know, you yeah. shouldn't touch. You should oh, unwanted advances. Bullshit. I mean, there's a point. There's a point where you you draw the line, and you, you know what? You, you know, come on, you know. Yeah. But but I but I. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you know what I'm saying? Like like let's say if I if I didn't know well, we're having a good time. We're out. You know, you were you were a friend of mine, or you were friend. You're introduced by a friend of mine, and we're talking, having a good time. We're laughing about something, and I you know I patted you on the back. I said, you know, hey, you know what I'm saying? Or or I something like that. I, I mean, would you say, oh oh, you touched me? Oh, I was, oh, unwanted advance, you know? Um, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Is that is that an unwanted yeah. advance in that in that situation in that scenario? Is that would you consider that? Oh, oh, he touched me. Oh, that was unwanted. 
I think you know, um, it gets drummed into women's heads, definitely, um, the dangers, yeah. because we're always hearing about um, women being attacked, and we're always warned by our parents, you know, whenever we leave the house, be careful, stay safe, don't, you know, be careful mm-hmm. when you come into interaction with, and unfortunately, mm-hmm. it's such a, a very real situation, and it, it makes women panic and feel insecure about what's happening so when you know you've got a, a friendly boss i've had a friendly boss you know he used to tap me mm-hmm. on the, the arm or whatever yeah. and be like yeah you know yeah. I, I didn't didn't think too much into it but of course right. somebody right. else would feel right. like oh ooh, that's not that's not right surely you shouldn't shouldn't be allowed to touch me that that makes me feel awkward and and, and i'm not sure about this and then they start building up these ideas in their mind like oh i better stay away from him or i better be careful and start building mm-hmm. up these fears and anxieties and eventually they can lead to accusations and, and but that's not to say that that doesn't go on obviously there right. are people in, in the work environment who do get touchy-feely and then it just escalates into becoming even more touchy-feely and of course in those situations then obviously mm-hmm. step up mm-hmm. and but to, to jump on one uh experience or you know oh yeah um, some people are not even confident enough to go up to their boss and say, look, I, I hope you don't take this the wrong way. I'm not very comfortable with you touching my arm or tapping me on the shoulder. Please don't take, you know, offense to that. It's just that, you know. Yeah, that, 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 would be, that would be appropriate. That would be appropriate. Yeah. I think that's know? the best if, way if to somebody, go. But... If, of course, if somebody felt that way, then they should speak up and feel that way. Yeah. So, so I mean, here's, here's the – so let, let me ask you this, and I'm, I'm just hmm. – Again, I'm putting stuff out there. I'm, I'm saying I feel one way or another. But, of course, I'm anti yeah. you know, harassment and obvious advances. I'm anti that when it's not wanted. Um, I mean, I've had women like you know, going in the car, colleagues and, you know, and, and, and you know, friends who I knew through work experiences. They're in the car together, and you know, a woman will put their – I'm driving or something. A woman puts their hand on my leg. You know what I'm saying? Um, but <laughs> I, 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 I – <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, you know, and you it's know, really hard. Yeah, you know, but anyway, the, the <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, but but seriously, the, the here's my question. So let's say you're uh, this is a scenario, and again, I want to make it clear, I'm not, I'm not justifying any behavior here. I'm just you know putting yeah. scenarios out, and we're having discussion. And that's all. Um, yeah. That that you're in a workplace and. A guy or a girl, you know, just a person, you know, of the opposite sex or the same, whatever it could be. You know what I'm saying? Just a, another person. Um, yeah. It, it, like you were just saying. Uh, no, no, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna more extreme than that. I'm gonna go more extreme. Okay, you're you're a girl, okay. and and a man in the office makes an obvious sexual advance. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Now, they could report it that this person made a sexual advance they can you know file a complaint they can maybe make an attempt to get the person fired mm. and couldn't they also say uh, don't you know I, I you know man frank whatever else to say hypothetically his name is frank frank you know dude you know i like you you know great we have fun together also but please don't do that i'm just not into that so no the answer is no i'm not into it i'm happily engaged married friend or not otherwise not interested um, in that, so I just want to be clear, yeah. and you know, I don't want that what I just said to interfere in a relationship because you know, you know, I, you know, we're, we're great colleagues, you know, great friends, but I'm not. Just so you know, please refrain from that behavior with me. That's all. Let's okay. End of discussion. Let's move on. Yeah. Could could is there anything wrong with that? No, no, there isn't. Um, I think for women, I guess it's 
they feel more vulnerable um, to, I guess, approach a male boss and say, you know, it could even be a female boss. I mean, let's face it, you know, it goes both ways. That, mm-hmm. you know, they, they mm-hmm. just don't feel confident enough to to work them and say, I really don't don't like it when you do this. In in the way I've just explained. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I mean, I guess they're frightened they could lose their job or their boss will turn against them and start treating them differently and outcasting them. There's all sorts of fears, right, that can pop up to the surface. So that can make you very hesitant with speaking your truth. But I think if, mm-hmm. it, if it bothers you that much and it's affecting your, your work and wanting to be at work, then I would say approach them and say, have that conversation. Like, just be gentle about it. I hope you don't mind, but, you know, I just feel a little uncomfortable with, with this and, you know, I'm, no offense and and see how it goes. But, yeah. Um, but I, I just wonder how, and I don't want to make light of it. Believe me, I do not want to make light of it. Don't, don't interpret this as something for it's not. Um, but I wonder no, I what, I wonder what, um, I wonder what, you know how much of this? It's in the forefront. It's in the news. Cuomo, you have seven women. I mean, I mean that's an issue. When, you, when you're talking about six or seven accusers independently who've now said, "Oh yeah, he did that to me too," and one way or whatever that was, he did that to me too. Yeah. He said that to me too. Um, yeah. And then he comes in and says, "Look," he came on and said, uh, "What did he say?" Um, he said, um, um, "Listen, this is the way it is." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but anyway, um, he, he pretty much said that he never, you know, he never touched anybody inappropriately. He never, you know, if he said things he's he, that were interpreted that way, he's, you know, outside of whatever, he's apologetic and blah, blah, blah. But yeah. he's a governor yeah. of the state of New York. He's a man of power. You know, he's power. You're right. an aide. You work for him. You're an employee or whatever. And this man of great power comes up and starts making these advances and says these things. And he's Andrew Cuomo, for God's sake. Um, whoa. You know, it's just total. You've got to, when, when you're in that, you're in a position of power. You know what? You know what? Here, I'm just, again, I'm, this is what we do on the show. I'm thinking out loud. Like you're, you're hearing Andy yeah. think. Like, <laughs> Andy, you actually think? Uh, anyway, occasionally, not not often, occasionally. Um, but <laughs> um, here's um, uh, because uh, again, you know, uh, I was uh, born to do this. Mm-hmm, yes, as I said. <laughs> um, but anyway, a man of 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 that or a woman uh, of that magnitude in life of of, of power mm. lives in a different set of rules than just uh, some. Wait a minute. No, no, that's not right. There are no set of rules. The rules are the rules. You shouldn't be abusive. You shouldn't do anything that's going to harass or insult or intimidate anybody in any respect. I don't care who you are. I don't care what yeah. what walked away. But here's the thing. Having – okay, that being said, okay, that being said, there's no, there's no yeah. excuse. There's no tolerance for that anywhere. Um, I don't even care if it's a marriage. You know, if, you know, husbands have been accused of raping their wife, and that's actually that's actually happened. There's been trials, yeah. there's been hearings. All right, so yeah. so there's no excuse for that anywhere in any walk, any instance of life. It just, and especially, I'm a dad of two daughters. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. um, there's no, uh, just in, no. Anyway, there's no words. So um, okay, that being that that being said, um, when you're in a position of of incredible power and, and, and people look up to you and, you know, there you are. And, and then you come onto an aid in that way, you know, a sexual a, an advance that is interpreted as being a sexual advance. You, you can't, you've got to, you, there's, you can't, you know, when, when it don't do people generally, in other words, if you're in a, like, look at, 
remember Monica Lewinsky and Bill Clinton, the, the, the intern? Yes. Remember, remember yes. that whole thing? Yeah. So you know what I'm getting at here? The the when you have a tremendous, let's say you're you're a huge rock star. You know you're, you know you, you, let's go back, you know ten years. You know and and there's a 14 year old girl and Justin Bieber who's just, everybody was having heart problems about Justin Bieber. Remember those days way back? Um, yeah. Yeah. That let's say let's say you get you're you're 15 or 16 years old and you get to be in the presence of Justin Bieber, and 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 he's just, he's Justin Bieber, and he makes an advance. Whoa, you know this, yeah. this person of great celebrity, of great perceived power, of great whatever, um, mm. and he makes an advance because he yeah. feels he's entitled to, because he feels he can. Yeah, you know what I mean. He feels he's entitled yeah. to, to to do that. Um, it, it, there might be a sense of entitlement that comes along with the role of somebody being a great power, and they think that they can. Yeah, and I think um, they. Yes, I agree with you. That's when the manipulation comes in, you know, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. then the threats, of course, that you know, don't don't say anyone to don't say anyone don't say anything to mm-hmm. anyone. <laughs> and, they, and they and sometimes they, yeah. sometimes they they you know they'll make a shot you know they'll see what they can they'll see in in a in a quick glimpse in a quick. Bam! In and out, in and out. Uh, don't, yeah. No pun intended. They yeah. want to see what what. <laughs> uh, they want to see what they can get away with. They want to do it very quickly. Yeah, very yeah. quickly, very quickly. Yeah. Um, uh, it's and quite scary. It, yeah, they want to see what they can. You know, where, where's the where 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 is the line? Where is that? You know, you cross this line, you 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 die. You know, yeah. You, where where, where's that? Where's that line? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. they've got the, the whole, like you said about the power thing as well, it's kind of like, well, I've got, I've got this power and I've got this play and I can manipulate other people of power to believe that I haven't done anything wrong. You know, yeah. I can get away with this. I can do this to these women. I can uh, I can just cover it up. I can make it go away. That, mm-hmm. That's what scares me because there's plenty of people like that out there that do mm-hmm. these things and use their power to their own benefit and the people they know, their connections and cover all these things up and these poor girls don't stand a chance and then they're, they're, these girls are made to look like they're trash that they're trying to get some sort of attention or money out of these people to exploit them and just give them a bad name and it's awful absolutely awful and that's not to say that there are women out there who would do those types of things it takes all sorts of, um, of people in this life to make the world go around and these things do happen with women you know we're not mm-hmm. all innocent you know we, we don't all walk around with a halo on our head there's it works both ways, you know. There's mm-hmm, a hell of a lot of women who do that. Um, it's finding the yeah. truth amongst the the chaos, isn't it? Really. It, it is. Excuse me one sec. Excuse me one second. No problem. Ah, welcome. Yeah. Yeah, Not better. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. better. Thank you. Thank you. Now, what was I saying? Our, um, yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. Whatever you just said, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Uh, no, you're right. really listening, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, what, what, what? Yes. Yes. Um, no, seriously, you're, you're right. Um, um, I'm, I'm, I'm on board. But I, I just want we're going to monitor this story. It'll be interesting to see. You know, uh, Como's been asked to resign. Um, okay. And there's even talk of impeachment. Right. And, you know, the uh, – and I kind of feel – you know, I, the, 
Oh, you know something? Chris Christie, former governor of New Jersey, who's a commentator on uh, ABC News with George Stephanopoulos and other you know things they bring him in for. I like yeah. the guy. Like he's a Republican from a former governor of of, uh, of New Jersey and a great Bruce Springsteen fan and advocate. Anyway, aside from that, aside from that, um, he said this, and and I love what he said. And I love what he said. And I, I've really become to as governor. I, he did some things. Let's talk about what he did. And I'm not going to talk about that now. It was years ago. But anyway, I don't want to yeah. change the, the topic here. But um, things that he did when he was governor of New Jersey that were very questionable and raised a lot of, uh, of, of question. And he did not win. You know, he, he's, uh, he's he left office, and um, he's been a news commentator or, or guest commentator on ABC News. But anyway, what? And, he, and he's. And I've, I've liked him a lot. Uh, I got to be honest with you. you know, Advocate, Republican advocate, and for the most part, but but he calls it the way it is. He, this is the way it is. Whether, whether he's in favor of it, of something or a subject area, or uh, that they're talking about um, uh, in terms of his ideology and his beliefs or not, even if something is is come up by, you know, proposed by Democrats and proposed this, and 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 he, he's a sound idea. And you know what? He's a Republican, but he says, you know that that I'm for that, and here's why. And yeah. and we played we we played. His, he he came. He was very severely stricken with. Uh, Coronavirus and was put in ICU, and we played his PSAs on this show. Maybe we'll play it on. I guess we're running out of time, but um, he came out and we played his thing about you know, folks, I was wrong. He came out and you know, questioning whether you should wear a mask, how serious this thing is, and after his hospitalization, he came out very strongly and and did a message which we again have played on the show and we'll do in the future, um, advocating the use of a mask. And he was and he admits he was wrong, but what he did say was this. And, yeah. and I don't have it in front of me. I don't have the quote in front of me. But what he did okay. say was um, that when um, when Trump was brought into question regarding his behavior around women and the accusations were made regarding Trump and things that he said and did and how inappropriate he may or allegedly was with women, and Christie, Governor Chris Christie came out and said, uh, you know – it, what about innocent and proven until proven guilty? I mean, anybody can say anything. Does that mean it's true? We've talked about that in philosophy earlier in the show. Just what make what means something is true? What what creates agreement? I don't want to go there either, but we have touched upon it, and will again. Um, but somebody says something, accuses some somebody of something. Does that mean it's true? Hey, he did this to me. Well, you said he did or she did. Did they? Would if would if after all the investigations, yeah. you were like just what they're saying now in this letter, which is yet to be circulated that we just talked about with Chris Cuomo. So this yeah. is what what Chris, Christie said. As I stated, when the same allegations were presented regarding Donald Trump, I say the same thing now. These are allegations; they have yet to be proven. I'm not going to come down and say he impeached, resigned because. We have to see if it occurred or it didn't occur. We don't know if it did or not. Let's let's let it pan out. Let's let the investigations play out, and then people in opposition to him will come out and say, "No, there's no tolerance for this. He you should resign. He's got to be impeached." See, these women came out and said he did this. But what yeah. if what what this what if what if what they say didn't. I'm not saying he didn't say something or do something which may have had an interpretation of being a certain way, but what if, quite honestly, what he said was in, in, in jest was like you and I said earlier in the show was not we because we don't know the context we don't know the the environment we don't we don't know anything. All we know is women came out and said he did this he said this he he asked me this, but but now for the rest of the story. But let's why don't we wait and just see how the investigations. 
pan out to see what the full scope of the situation was and how this manifested itself and if it happened and how they said it happened. Because all we know is he was accused. And and I'm not I'm not giving credence. I'm not giving validation. I'm not giving I'm acceptance. Obviously, I'm hoping I spend enough time saying how anti I am any of that behavior. And I'm, again, 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 you know, I'm anti that behavior too in every yeah. scope of life. Right? I am. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, shouldn't we just let investigations play out and and if this guy is 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 it been proven that the investigations which there are investigations by the attorney general of new york um and they're investigating this and if it's if they come out and say you know what it was inappropriate then you know what god damn it yes not only should he resign be impeached but maybe there might be a possibility some other charges i, I don't know again i don't know the scope of it but i'm saying if he did that then god damn right he should resign or be impeached damn right he should yeah. but yeah. do we know the full magnitude or scope of, of what the accusers say to be true. We don't know. So let's not just jump on the saying, guilty, guilty, guilty. And yeah. he may have been guilty. And, and from what I'm seeing and what these women said, damn right. If he did these things, he's guilty. But let's just let the investigations pan out. That's all, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm yeah. saying. If, if you, yeah, if, I, if you I did, agree with you. Yeah, there we go. See, this is the Andy Demander show, you know? You know <laughs> and... and, and, and <laughs> Five one five six zero five nine eight eight. If you want to chime in on the few minutes left that we have of this discussion, if you're listening now after the show, you're hearing us on a podcast on iHeartRadio, on iTunes, on Pandora, on on Spotify, on, on Blog Talk, on 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 Vision News podcast. I mean, we're, you know, excuse me for not knowing all of them. I uh, tune in radio, all of them. We, we are. I guess I should have a list in front of me, so I don't make this a fool of myself in, in regard to our distribution channels. <laughs> But we are distributed uh, by quite a few uh, providers of, of podcast distribution, and our yeah. numbers are growing all over the world, especially in the United States and in the UK and in Germany and in Italy and in France and South America and South Africa, all over the place. But we want to thank our listeners around the world uh, for chiming in on our discussions and because um, um, we don't listen to us after, after we hang up for sure. Uh, anyway, I don't know. But anyway, um, you know, thank you, everybody. We um, yeah, you know. absolutely. Let's... We're so grateful for support and and yeah, I, I I would say the love, but we don't really hear from many people. We just know that you listen. <laughs> why? Because there's never any no time uh, for sex. Damn well, right, you know. Yeah. That's that's yeah. why. Yeah. I wouldn't blame them for doing that instead of listening to us. You know, you know. <laughs> that's what we've been saying. That's yeah. well, that's what we've been saying all, all all along. That's what we've been saying all along. Yeah, and, yeah, and our audience. Our audience agrees with us. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. they do. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Yeah, we're quite. Uh, the audience. They are so lovely. They've been so kind. They've been. So I know, kind. right? So gracious. Mm-hmm. So yeah, oh, we love you. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you for making us feel appreciated. Yeah, we, yeah, we love. We do love you. We love you. We do. Yes. And thank you, folks. We we do, folks. We really appreciate everybody tuning into our to the Andy and Amanda show, and. Um, you know, everybody's entitled to. It's um, going to have good sex for the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. Everybody is. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, just mm-hmm. in the uh, safest, most respectable manner, right, guys? <laughs> when, it, when it comes right After down to it. After this conversation we just had. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, and, um,. Yes, especially after the conversation. Yes. Um, <laughs> but I want everybody to know you're always welcome to the Andy Amanda Show, and you're always welcome. Uh, I am Dracula, and I welcome you to my house. His house, too? You know, He's our so house? Kind. He yeah, has been this whole show. He's yeah. always been so kind to us. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What a guy. But, uh, yeah. 
Yeah. So Amanda, everything's going well there with you, right? Everything's good? Yeah, I cannot complain. I'm still happy and healthy and uh, enjoying working on this show with my wonderful co-host, Andy Gimble. And so, uh, oh, yeah, so life sweet. is... Ah, life is good. But I can't complain. And even if I would, nobody would listen. So, you know. <laughs> do, you, do you know what I'm excited about? What's that? Doggy style for sure. No. Oh. Um, <laughs> okay. No, I'm excited about Friday's show when we're going yes. to have none other. Yes. I don't know if you heard that drum roll. None other than the pioneer of FM radio, one of the early pioneers of FM rock and roll radio, none other than the great, talented, experienced Michael Pearson of, of, from Philadelphia, uh, pioneer of, of contemporary rock and roll radio and FM dials. First votes of the 1972 presidential election campaign are in, all 17 of them, and 11 went to President Nixon in the New Hampshire Republican primary. In the Democratic primary, Edmund Muskie got five votes and George McGovern got one. The voting was in Dixville Notch, New Hampshire, a small town near the Canadian border, which every four years is the first town to cast its votes. In the first presidential uh, primary... Back in the 60s and 70s, a guy I listened to when I was in high school and later on in life became friendly with, and what an honor, what a great guy, just a terrific guy. He knows everything about all music like you wouldn't believe. He's, he's a walking encyclopedia of rock and roll, and he's interviewed so many amazing, incredible, you know, famous rock and roll stars on his radio shows. Uh, look up Michael Tearson, T-E-A-R-S-O-N, Tearson. He's going to be our guest. We're going to speak to him at length on the Friday Freaky what's it called, the Free Flow and Freaky Friday show on the Andy Amanda program here, Michael Tearson. This is a show – well, you don't want to miss any of our shows. You know, you might want to Absolutely. fast forward or rewind, but <laughs> you, we, we've had a lot of real fun, interesting talk, great discussion, uh, intriguing thought, and, and food for thought um, on our shows. And, and we don't have an agenda. It's not scripted. It's not like, well, today we're going to talk about – unless we decide beforehand, you know, next week let's talk about this. So we, you've heard us say that sometimes we, we do have an idea where we might want to go. Sometimes we don't get to touch on those ideas, and the show goes in different directions. The point being that the Andy and Amanda show is completely improv. There's no script. We talk about you know whatever the headlines are, dive into those headlines to a point. We want to talk about different things, and, and you folks are, are really a fly in the wall, I think, and, and hopefully tuned in. We'd like more people to call the show. You're invited to. Yeah. Yeah. Or email the show. You tell us you listen. We we've, had, we've had emails at the Andy and Amanda show at gmail.com. We have YouTube videos up, and, and we're all over the place in podcasts and here on Block Talk Radio, and we're looking to grow the show and grow what yeah. we do and get more people involved in supporting what we do. Um, yeah. And we'll talk about that support later on, too. But anyway, um, yeah. so that being said, I wish everybody a happy remainder of, um, uh, of their day or evening or morning, wherever you are on the globe. And uh, Amanda, you know what to do. Yes. I do, my darling. So on behalf of Andy Kimball in the wonderful and amazing Hollywood and myself, Amanda Love, in the UK, uh, thank you so much for being here with us and listening to us waffle on about everything we care about. And uh, you maybe don't care, but thank you for listening anyway. And, <laughs> I don't know why I would care. Yeah, I don't know yeah. why I would. <laughs> uh, we hope you join us on Friday and uh, let's waffle on even more, but with some amazing guests. So um, thank you again and take care and be safe, keep smiling and, um, you know, Stay safe. Thanks for listening, folks. We'll see you Friday. Take care. Bye.